0: welcome to the ff collective podcast here to talk about very biased and opinionated sports is j dub on the flip side of this i'm going to talk about the 2023 fantasy football rookie values kind of go through about 20 to 25 names um to give you a little bit of a preview and my kind of personal take on this um it's going to be a good year and uh i'll i'll get into the details on the flip side so looking forward to this Okay, welcome to FF Collective podcast. It's our first show of the year. It's been a little bit slow. I apologize, a lot going on in life, uh, but I want to kick it off, talk about this year's rookie class. Uh, it's a good class, not great class. It contains some some high-end talent at quarterback, somewhat running back, not quite as deep as, as many years. And not high-end talent at wide receiver, or even tight end for that matter. Kincaid's getting a lot of hype, but a really, really strong depth of both of those positions. So there's going to be a bunch of guys who have potential, quite frankly. A lot of guys in the second, third, even fourth rounds, who have shown something at the college level that make make it pretty exciting. So, you know, ultimately the first round is the sexy round. That's the round that everyone talks up and hypes I think that's why Dalton Kincaid's getting so much love. He's going to be the slot receiver and get a ton of looks and targets for the first year. I'll address the tight end position in a second, but but that's likely not going to be the case. Rookie tight ends typically do not are just not prosperous. They need there's a lot to learn, blocking techniques, and lots of other stuff. But the meat of this class is going to be kind of in that second third round. And a ton of good talent, particularly at wide receiver and tight end. Some running back talent, as well as well. And it's going to be a decent class. It's just going to be harder to to determine. It's not as easy as prior classes. There's not as many plug and play players, even at the top of the class. In Bijan Robinson, who I who I love, great player. I've watched plenty of games of his at Texas. Saw a lot of Roshan Johnson too. I think it's very good as well. So a lot of good stuff there. Let me just talk about this uh, the class from the at the top. So I want to the, the first player, kind of most valuable by far, is B. John Robinson. Really, really good player. As I mentioned, went to Texas. He's been an outstanding player his whole time there. Really good, uh, good player, good fit in Atlanta. Actually, I think if you look at Arthur Smith's system, their line, they're very efficient and effective last year. My big concern in the first year, though, is. Their offense is pretty one-dimensional. They've been effective throwing the ball, but they don't throw very often. They've got a very young quarterback. And then they've got pretty good running backs. Tyler Algier is very effective as a rookie last year. And then Cordell Patterson, who I've always really liked, has been really effective as well. So Bijan doesn't walk into a high, high touch situation matter how you look at it. So don't overdraft him. But keep in mind, I think he's going to be a star. He's got a couple years to come. So really want to make sure that to, to be careful there, don't overdraft, but really good player. Next highest up there is Jameer Gibbs. Jameer is a is an interesting player. He reminds me a little bit of, I've heard someone compare him to kind of a poor man's Marshall Falk. I think that's his ceiling, which is a good ceiling. Marshall Fox, a Hall of Famer. My concern is if you watch him, he really didn't he couldn't run between the tackles he's much more of a third down back very dynamic explosive obviously played well at alabama but really in a committee role so he's never held the full the full job so like him i personally depends on it. if you're in a super flex league i think this is where you start going quarterback but in typical leagues gibbs is a is a good player Could be dynamic. In Detroit, they've got an awesome offensive line, emerging overall offense. So I like him, but he's probably going to get overdrafted because he was drafted so high in the actual NFL draft at 12 overall. Um, My next three picks, I'm going to go quarterback, and mostly because I'm a big believer in super flex, and I want to evangelize that format. It's the best format. Next three picks for me would be the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft, Anthony Richardson. I watched this guy play... I actually, I'm going to say right now, he's a poor man's Cam Newton. And here's why I say that. You look at his college statistics and productivity, awesome athlete. He's a better athlete than Cam Newton was coming out of college, but he wasn't as good a player in college. Cam Newton actually literally carried his team. He joined Auburn, who had been a mediocre team, immediately took them to an undefeated national championship season. And he left after being the first overall pick in the NFL draft. And Auburn was back to being a mediocre team. Anthony Richardson was mediocre. He's six and seven in his thirteen starts in college, but incredible player. But if you get go a little bit deeper, you look at their actual playing style. Newton was a, a more refined runner, and his passing was good, not great. Although he's the first player ever rookie started his career with two four hundred yard passing games, so we'll see if Richardson can match that. But they throw similarly too. Newton had kind of a funny motion. His arm wasn't as strong as the size of his body. And I think that's kind of similar to Anthony Richardson. Watch him throw, but very dynamic player. He's going to be an awesome runner. He's going to run a ton. I think if he can develop at a steady pace and continue to get to get better, this is a player who could be very dynamic. And I, and I say poor man's Cam Newton. People forget, but Cam Newton, I, th- I believe it was his first six seasons, he was a QB top five quarterback consistently, including being, I think, QB two his rookie year. So... Really good player, lands in a pretty good situation, especially if Jonathan Taylor is there and playing. So I like that, like like that pick. Next, I like Bryce Young, a little bit undersized. Maybe he's the next coming of Drew Brees or Drew Brees 2.0, but you watch him, really good footwork, really good mechanics, played at a very high level in, in a you know, obviously an SEC, didn't win a national championship, but was consistently there. Had good talent around him, but he really elevated the players around him. And I I think, I don't know if he was worthy of the number one overall pick, but I have some high degree of confidence that his his bust uh, is pretty low. And I think his his floor is very high, basically. Last, I would go with uh, next pick would be fifth overall, third straight quarterback and CJ Stroud. Like CJ Stroud, I do have some concerns here. He's clearly going to be the franchise guy. He's going to give you know one to two full years of of trial there in Houston, and they've got some makings. You know, they're underrated offensive weapons there, particularly the receiving core. Nothing proven, but lots of good younger talent like Mechie and, and Nathaniel Dell and a few of the other guys they've got there. Really like this guy's natural talent. That said, he may have been propped up by just being surrounded by some of the best wide receiver talent in the history of college football, you go look at what Ohio state has produced over the last handful of years in the draft and the, how those players have transpired in the, in the NFL, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. You could even go back a year before that. If, I mean, there's so much talent this, this year, you've got Jackson Smith and Jigba who's my next player. Number six, overall I've got on my list. Really, really, really solid production there, but not just solid. Like you're, you're talking about great NFL players Ohio State was so deep that Jamison Williams couldn't even get on the field. So he transferred to a lower level school, the University of Alabama. Sorry, bad bad joke there. Um, and got on the field, immediately played well and was a first round pick. So you're talking about a team that's just stacked. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be a first round pick uh, there now. So very, very, a lot of talent. So the question is whether Shroud is great or he's being elevated by the talent around him. I tend to think he's he's going to be decent. And I think between Richardson, Young, and Shroud, two of those three end up being consistent, really solid fantasy producers in the coming years, um, potentially all three. Next is, I mentioned already, Jackson smith Jigba. This guy's outstanding. You watch him run routes. He's explosive. He's kind of got it all. I don't know if he's an outside receiver. I don't know if he's going to be a high end wide receiver one in a couple of years, but I think he's going to be productive right out of the gate and he's really good. He's going to elevate that Seattle offense with Lockett and um, Metcalf on the outside. He may steal a little bit from, from Lockett. They're kind of more similar players, but I think they both elevate. And I think the offense, the passing offense there, you know, Smith as well because of that. But next, I'm going to go back to running back, and it's the UCLA back Zach Carbonet, I, th- I think is how you pronounce it. I don't love, love his game. He's solid. I think he's going to be a solid NFL pro. I'm not sure if he's ever a guaranteed kind of big featured back guy, but he doesn't really need to be. Seattle does a good job of mixing and matching, so I I, I would go here number seven overall there. And this is, by the way, you start getting into the draft. I would say after Shroud, it really drops off. And then I would say after Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, it really drops off. Meaning after that pick, when you get into Zach Carboneau pick, I feel like these are all guys that have talent. You can see them in, in the right situation exploding and being very valuable players um, for their NFL teams and for fantasy. I could also see the the bust rate increasing here. And you're going to start seeing, you know, in the, in the future, you look out two, three, four years from now, Five years from now, I think you're going to see some five, fifth, sixth rounders who surprise, kind of like last year with Brock Purdy or Isaiah Pacheco. You're going to see more of that this year because I think teams were less convinced, and there's less of that high end, kind of clear, obvious. They've got the physical and the the college production to back it up talent. So, anyhow, back on the list here, I'm going to I'm going to breeze through the last pick so I can get through this. I don't want to bore any of you. Uh, number eight, I got Jordan Addison. Really like him. He's just too small. He's never going to be a, a kind of go-to wide receiver one, but he could be a really solid slot, kind of wide receiver two. I could play on some, on the outside, but put up some numbers. Then I'm going to start getting into some of the tight ends. I think probably here you've got Dalton Kincaid would be my first tight end to select. Although I really like Sam Laporta as well. Laporta is a little bit more productive in college, had a little bit more background. Although Kincaid actually put up quite good numbers as well. So I like both of them. I like Laporta though in Detroit. They have nothing to throw to. They're going to throw. Williams is out for a while. Looks like Amon St. Brown may miss some weeks and they're going to throw and they're going to have a dynamic offense. So. I really like Laporta and Kincaid. Kind of, I'll go 9, 10 on them. 11, I've got Quentin Johnson. I'm only going on draft pedigree here. I don't love, love him, but solid player. And then obviously, if you got Justin Herbert throwing the ball to you for the next three, four years on your rookie contract, you're set up for success. So if he's going to be successful, it will be in this situation. Although I have some doubts, he drops a lot of balls. And, you know, I think he's, he's kind of a tweener. He's tall and has some size, but it, I see him more as like a slot kind of go guy um, versus pure outside. Again, we're starting to get really deep now and much more in the the lower levels. If you're in a super flex league, this is where you would look at Will Levis, not a huge, huge, huge fan of Will Levis. I think he's solid and there's obviously a good opportunity. He's going to get a chance to be the, the, the guy there with Tannehill kind of moving on in the next year or so. So he would kind of land here. Next, I go Devin Arcane. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that properly. Very dynamic. If he was bigger, he would have been maybe not drafted higher, but I think we would be much higher on him because you could see that he could take the load. As it is, he's kind of a bigger. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Darren Sproles. Very dynamic, but bigger, bigger body, so he can take more. But I don't think he's a full featured guy. I think he's more of a gadget guy, third down, run special plays for. And then last, I'll finish up with Zay Flowers. Or not finish up, but Zay Flowers would be my next on this list. He and Quentin Johnson are kind of similar to me. Zay Flowers seems really small. I, I worry about him in the NFL. Watching him in that first preseason game, is just really small. I have some concerns there. So now we're around 15th pick. This is where I would kind of go on those that running back tear. I've got Rashawn Johnson here. I just really liked him. He was a backup to Sean Robinson, but everywhere he played, he played hard. He was really good in between the tackles. He had decent hands. I don't know if he's ever a featured guy, but I think he could be the lead back in a committee. He's not going to do it this year. I think people are maybe overdrafting him. He's kind of becoming like this year's Isaiah Pacheco. He's in a situation where he could be the starter, and he could be. I just don't see it, but I think he in time can can develop into that. Next, I'd have Kendra Miller. Really liked what I saw of him. If you look at his tape, a really good overall player. Not a TCU. He got hurt, so he may not be ready for Week One. But I, I like his situation. I like how he fits in with Kamara and and Jamal Williams. And they've he's got a situation where he maybe he's a a role big time rotation role player this year, and then develops as the year comes on. Then I go Tank Biz- Bigsby and Tajay Spears. I think both are interesting. I would go Bigsby, maybe even before Roshan Johnson and Kendra Miller, just because it seems like Jacksonville has a clear role for him as in-between the tackles, short yardage. So he could be fantasy value immediately. I, I just like him as a guy who's going to be a bigger back and compliment Travis Et- Etienne there. And I, that offense is going to explode Tajay Spears is an interesting one. There's some medical background in him. You watch him play. He's very dynamic. I really like him, but he's behind what I call Eddie George 2.0 or Derrick Henry. And if unless Henry falters and kind of falls apart, which he's still kind of in that youngish range, I think Spears is, is kind of sitting behind him and is a change of page kind of backup for pretty much exclusively. But I really like him. I'm gonna blow through the next couple of picks. Jonathan Mingo in Carolina has a chance to be a wide receiver one and learns from Adam Thielen. He's not gonna be super productive this year unless Bryce Young completely shocks people, which is possible, but unlikely. But I like him two, three years down the road. Really big, good, solid receiver, both possession and can win down the field. Marvin Mims really like this guy. he's been propped up by some really good talent at Oklahoma. So it's possible. It was more quarterback play than anything, but, but a big fan of him. Tight end Michael Mayer, who now we're in the kind of early 20s picks. Really good player. Underrated, kind of not even underrated, but like underutilized at Notre Dame tight end, but very good. And then I'm a Bay Area resident. Love Julie Hayner. She's a local newscaster. And her son, Jake Hayner was Fresno State. Good player. I've got him at 22. I like him in a situation where he can develop over time the next two, three years into the starter in New Orleans. No guarantees. Again, we're now in the uh, throwing darts at a dartboard kind of uh, stage of of rookies. He's underrated and really played well and and shows a lot. Now I'm going to get into the, there's some second round guys that I don't know enough about. And quite frankly, what I've been reading and and have seen, I'm lukewarm on, but I think they all have great chances, which is Jaden Reed, second round pick for um, the Packers. Rashi Rice. He looks really quick, but you know, they've been throwing darts at the wide receiver board for a couple of years. So, you know, when you got Mahomes, anything can hit. I really like Hendon Hooker this at this stage. I really liked what he I saw with him in Tennessee last year. And then you've got guys like running back Chase Brown. He's a, an interesting player for Cincinnati, particularly with Mixon getting up there. Jalen Hyatt could easily be the wide receiver one in New York this year. He was out of Tennessee, really good player. Dwayne McBride, people are hyping him up. He's a late round pick though from Minnesota. I think he's being hyped as Isaiah Pacheco. Although I think Isaiah Pacheco happens every five to 10 years. It's not like it's a every year deal, but he's someone to keep keep an eye on. And then Luke Musgrave out of the great city of Bend, Oregon, went to Oregon State, second round pick for the Green Bay Packers. He's got a great situation to lock up some some targets there. So overall, really good class. Not great though. And it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of misses here and there's going to be some surprise surprises. So on that note, really appreciate you listening, excited to the season to kick off. Um, if you enjoy this, please get a positive review, um, follow us, subscribe. On that note, really appreciate it. Have a great day. Take care. Oh, Bye-bye uptown funk you up uptown funk you up uptown funk you up uptown funk you up